Alrighty, folks, welcome back to another episode of the Uppercut Podcast, and I'm happy to have both Mikey and Jeff here. It's been a while since we've had the entire crew on, so it feels good. Mikey, thanks for making it back. Mikey obviously yeah, no was problem. sick and it had work, so we're happy you're feeling better. Let's go over this UFC fight night, Marab versus Piotr card. Honestly, uh, to give it a grade, I would say like a, a B. How do you feel about that? Yeah, I'd say around a B. Yeah, B, B good, minus. Pretty I'm good in there. moments, but nothing too crazy. Yeah, I thought there were some good fights, some slower parts kind of towards the middle. It slowed a little bit, or I guess maybe towards like the early part, it got a little slow. I don't know. There was some definitely slow moments, but some good moments for sure. Um, let's start off with our picks. Obviously, Mike was not here, so he didn't make any picks. Jeff had a tough week. He went one and three. He missed Jeez. on Hammy Sosa's lock of the night, which was Alexander Romanov. He missed on Saeed. He missed on Ryan Spann. He missed on Romanov, but he hit on Marab. I went two and two. My prelim pick of the night was Davy Grant versus Rafael Asuncao. Or sorry, Rafael Asuncao. I picked Saeed, which I missed. I hit on Krylov, missed on Romanov, and missed on Piotr. So actually, I went one and three as well. My bad. I, Damn, I, I would have done great, too, because I took Martinez yeah. and fucking Marab. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. So I, I, uh, yeah, we both had really tough, uh, tough weeks. Uh, Mikey, obviously, 41 and 35 all time, four and four on Nyquil Fight of the Night picks. Jefferson, 50 and 29 all time, five and four on, on Hammy Sosa Lock of the Night picks. And I have just moved to 45 and 33 all time. So let's start off with this first fight Carlson Harris versus Jared Gooden. Did you guys both catch this fight? Cause I caught this one. Did you catch it? Yeah. All right. I wanted to talk about this one. This was a weird fucking fight. First off, yeah. why did Gooden act like he didn't want to be there and keep his hands down the entire well, time? I, I think he was just like box, like he had the Philly shell going, you know, like the stance that Bobby Green and Floyd used. But in MMA, you can't do that shit unless you're, I, I mean, in general, you can't do that shit unless you're lightning quick. And he is way too slow to be fighting in a fucking Philly shell stance. <laughs> I couldn't agree more, and he was not even throwing that much. Yeah, like like we've seen in Bobby Green's last two losses. I'm sorry, I keep going back to him, but he's like okay. the prominent fucking MMA fighter who uses the Philly shell. Yeah, but yeah. Dude, like we've seen in his last two losses, he lost a step. He was kind of slower against Drew Dober, and look what happened. He got caught. Exactly. And then that Philly shell, it also it fucks up your wrestling bad. Just like we saw in the Islam fight, you can't really throw like actual fucking uppercuts that are going to land because you just you wind up like a fucking cartoon if you're fucking boxing that way. And you can't really throw knees because your fucking arms are in the way. So it kind of unless you're fucking super quick and you got the anti-defensive fucking God, don't be don't be boxing in fucking Philly shell in fucking MMA. Dude, as we saw. As we saw, five for twelve on takedowns, Carlson Harris. I mean, what the Literally. flying fuck was Jared Gooden doing? I don't know. And Jared Gooden, I mean, he caught Carlson Harris like with some good shots in the first round. But then once Harris realized that he was a better wrestler, as the commentary was alluding to, it was just control time, control time, control time for the rest round two and three. And Carlson Harris is not a fucking slouch either. Like no, he, he's I mean, a good he's, he's not going to be like a champion by any means, probably before it's said and done. But he's not a slouch to be doing that too. No, I mean his only yeah. loss is a Shavkat. So, and he's also 
he was all yeah exactly and he was also um he popped good in a couple of times on with the hands like that was like unexpected and he was able to definitely hurt good in with the hands but just as jeff alluded to that stance was really fucking weird and honestly probably lost him the fight because i thought he was going to tighten it up a little bit and he was not and he also wasn't checking leg kicks so his leg kind of got chopped down too. So <laughs> you fucking a, hate that, Max. <laughs> I, dude, it's like a pretty simple. Uh, well, I'm not in it, so I, it's hard for me to know. Like, I don't know. It seems to me like that's one of those things where you got to start checking those because it can really just fucking ruin your fight. And I, I, it's kind of like, I don't know. I don't know. I, I just something that always uh, hops out to me. Maybe it's because I. I rip UFC four all the time, so checking a leg kick is a big part of the game. But yeah. I mean, he also his <laughs> his shins swelled up a little bit. I saw that. Let's move on now to this fight was fucking crazy. Tyson Nam versus Bruno Silva. So Bruno Silva's a fucking dog, boys. <laughs> Jesus Christ, Tyson Nam, who we all liked. I thought I'm pretty sure we all liked him going into this. I was higher on him. Granted, I didn't know that much about Bruno Silva. But Bruno Silva just pieced up Tyson Nam on the feet, was outclassing him on the feet, honestly. And then round two comes around. He throws that insane Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson up kick that Tyson Nam eats, drops down, and then he submits Tyson Nam. What a performance from Bruno Silva. Boys, we got ourselves a fucking contender on our hands, which I don't even know about because his record's not great. He's 13-5, and five, but this dude looks very special Mike, we'll start with you. What did you notice from this fight? Yeah, no, I agree with you completely. He's a fucking, I mean, they call him the Bulldog. He's a fucking <laughs> dog. He's on a three-fight, I think he's three-fight finish streak right now. He's just yeah. tough motherfucker who, if I'm anywhere near, I would have to imagine he's probably top 50 ranked, maybe 30 around there. I don't want to fight him right now. No. Like, I I'm avoiding him like the plague at the moment. I thought I saw something that said he moved up to 15, but I could be wrong. Yeah, maybe. I, I didn't check. That was the one I didn't check this morning was the flyweight. I'm pretty sure Nam was ranked going into that. But, um, yeah, good fight, good win for him. Jefferson, what did you notice about this one? Boys. Oh, never mind. I, yeah, yeah maybe he I, fought Piera, boys. Oh, you're right. I got him mixed up with... Yep, uh, he got fucking dumb. I mean, actually, it was pretty good back and forth until Piera finally got him. Yeah, I got him mixed up who, with... Who are you talking about? Bruno Where? Silva. Are we talking about Bruno Silva right now? Yes, I, I, think, gotta mix I think there's two. No, there's two Bruno Silvas, I'm pretty sure. Because oh. Tyson Nam's 110% of flyweight. Yeah. Yeah, what he the is. fuck? There, no, you're right, Jeff. You're 100% up. right. No, there's two Bruno Silvas, I'm pretty sure. Yep. And also, Google, Google has the one that beat fucking Piera on there. Also, the, the one that I was thinking of, yeah, the 15. Yep. Was Jonathan Just lost Martinez. Just short. Oh, there goes Google. Yeah, and the one, the one that I thought, uh, or that I know went up to fifteen, I think was Jonathan Martinez because he beat Saeed. So no, but yeah. Bruno Silva is at. Just to clear up all his confusion, he is ranked fifteen too right now. Oh, hell yeah! All right, <laughs> so everything yeah, this was good. Is most fucking dude. I <laughs> thought was this confusing. was the dude who fought, fought Pierre. I didn't even look at the weights. Not gonna lie. Yeah, he definitely is not fighting. At especially middle. with, especially with the. Uh, what you call it? This the cage this, this fight night, because how it, the seats were elevated. I really thought all these motherfuckers were bigger than they were. Yeah, That's yeah, true. That's fair. All right, let's move on now to the Ariana, Ariane Lipsky versus JJ Aldrich. I mean, Lipsky just 
what a performance for her. She kind of just outclassed JJ Aldrich and broke her. Honestly, I did not see that happening. And JJ Aldrich just really had nothing for Lipsky. She was about a half a step behind speed wise and Lipsky really hurt her. What did you think about this fight, Jeff? Yeah, I mean, this was a fucking dominant performance by Lipsky. I mean, fucking JJ couldn't land a fucking a takedown Nothing. to save her life. Yeah. I'm, it, this is literally, like, if Marab was going to lose, this is how I thought it was going to be. Yeah, exactly. This is exactly how I thought that fight was going to go with Marab. And honestly... I picked Marab, so I thought it was going to go this way, not going to lie. <laughs> <laughs> Fair enough. I thought Peter Jan was going to be on the fucking, <laughs> on the Lipsky side. Yeah. Um, Mike, what did you think? Yeah, I could not have predicted this one, but I just, from what I remember of recent memory, Arian Lipsky has not looked that great, like her last, like, five bouts. And J.J. Aldris, outside of obviously losing to Aaron Blanchfield, who might be in the pound-for-pound rankings right now, Outside of hers, look great. I didn't see this coming. What I mean, way to fucking stun everyone, Lipsky. Completely agree. I also did not see this one coming. I thought it was JJ Aldrich all the way. Next fight, Victor Henry versus Tony Gravely. Dude, the output on Victor Henry is fucking ridiculous. The this guy is really good. I I think people aren't gonna know who he is for a while, but this dude's coming in with some heat, and I mean, just the experience with him. And the output from him was so impressive. This was a great fight between Tony Gravely and Victor Henry, but Victor Henry's just the way his stamina, he didn't look like he got tired at all. He threw so many strikes and was super impressive. Mike, we'll start with you. What did you take away from this one? Yeah, it's a fucking shame he's old as dirt, dude. Because I would have liked to see him younger. <laughs> fucking, I would have loved to see him younger hanging around in random weight. Because it would have made for another exciting contender, I think, if his timeline just matched up a lot better. He is exciting. He's a likable dude. High output. He really, really negated what Gravely likes to do. Like, he couldn't fucking have, sustain any control time. I mean, he just looked great all around. Yeah, and I, w- I was pretty surprised about how Tony Gravely looked against Victor Henry. And it was all because of Victor Henry just the way that how aggressive he was. It was impressive to see him do that to, to Tony. And as you mentioned, yeah, the age, unfortunately, is probably the biggest factor that is limiting his success at the moment. Jeff, what did you take away from this one? Yeah, I'm starting to become a huge fucking Victor Henry fan. I mean, just the variety of strikes he was throwing, the knees, the kicks, the elbow. I mean, it was all different fucking things, all coming at, like, a million miles a second. I mean, there's not much to not love about fucking Victor Henry. Other than, yeah, I'm kind, of, I'm, I'm kind of worried if if he has that power on his hands to really put someone out. But that's about it. Gravely's got a chin though. That's the only thing. Yeah, true. But yeah, he but fucking clocked in with, with dude, 190 shot. total. Yeah, yeah, insane. And he did not take his foot off the gas pedal that entire fight. So. Impressive win for Victor and Henry. And also, then. dude, shout out the weird ass submission attempts at the end, too. The knee bar. Yeah, that was and the weird. Yeah. Fucking what you call it? Fucking I forget the name. Ankle hook or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Dude, well, you know that was awesome. You know who has weird ass submissions that they keep showing was Lipsky with that knee that like let I don't know what the fuck it was, but it looked horrific. She was like hyperextending people's knees, <laughs> insane looking, and they kept showing it in the replay. 
Dude, um, I wanted right. to note one more thing on this fight real quick. Is this not another prime example of what the fucking wrong what is wrong with the judging, dude? They had it Victor Henry 30-27-29-28. Then one judge had it Gravely 29-28. What the flying fuck is that? Yeah. Did you tell me none of the three judges had it the same? That is weird. <laughs> like, That's a good thing to bring yeah. up because Gravely well, also think, just totally did not win that fight. I no, nah, I I think Gravely was a little bit closer than we we're giving them credit for. But yeah, I I thought this was clearly Victor I, too. I didn't even have a problem with that. But if it was like straight Victor Henry twenty nine twenty eight across the board, I'd have been cool with that. But why yeah, are the they all over the 30, place? 27, 29, 28, and then twenty nine twenty eight for another judge is very strange. Like, That's a good thing to bring up for sure. All right, let's move forward now. Let's talk about Cedric's Dumas versus Josh Fremd. I'll be honest with you, boys. I did not I did not watch this one. I missed it. Can someone fill me in on the submission? Yeah, like, pretty much. I mean, Frem just made fucking Dumas look fucking. I mean, he looked way too fresh. He he, I mean, he just looked like the more experienced fighter. He completely controlled Dumas' whole fight. And I mean, it was like after the first combination, Dumas was pretty much done. He was gassed. He was just getting controlled, grappled the whole fight, and then. My that man submission got happened. It. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Mike. Yeah. I like Jeff said, I don't think Dumas looked very ready for this opportunity. He looked great on the contender series, but that doesn't always translate to how well you're gonna do in the UFC. And it didn't today, or I should say this past weekend, it didn't translate very well. And dude, the way Josh Frem looked to me at least, I feel like maybe in a couple fights we might be looking back like, ah, he lost to Treshawn Gore and Anthony Hernandez for his two debut fights. Those were tough bouts, but he's pretty fucking good now. Like, I feel like he is on a path where he could win a couple more and look pretty good. Yeah, both those guys are good, too. So definitely see what you're saying there. Let's move on now to Rafael Sunsau versus Davey Grant. Boys, I love Davey Grant. I know he's another one as old as dirt, too, but man, I love watching him fight and for him to pull out that submission, get the win over Rafael Sunsau after a really good fight. Honestly, I was really happy with the fight. And then, yeah, he just was able to get to the ground and get the submission there. Good win for Davy Grant against, um, obviously, an aging a Sunsau, but still a big, a yeah, relatively Sun big Sun's done. Game. Yeah, You're he's tired. done. Yeah. yeah, so. Yeah. Dude, this was some fucking bullshit. I don't care what anyone says, dude. Keith Peterson deserves to, he has to give fucking a Sun Sal another career and at least a fucking animal arrangement on top. Dude, the way that he fucking, Davy Grant grabbed the fence in a fight that you knew Davy Grant had to get the finish in, and all you do is take away the point and you don't put a Sun Sal back in the same position. Dude, that's literally what lost that finish of Sun Sal's career. This is absolute bullshit. I fucking hate when they do that. I hate when they don't put them in the the same position. The spinning back fist after fucking getting stand. Dude, that was the most fucking heartbreaking fucking. That might be more heartbreaking than Jose Aldo's ending. Even though Jose Aldo had a great fucking illustrious career. Dude, imagine you're winning a fucking fight. In the last seconds, they fucking stand you up because the other dude fucked up. And then you get knocked out and fucking choked. Dude, that's the biggest bullshit ever. Dude, the one thing I was happy oh. about, though, I was pretty happy that his son's out got to retire in front of a crowd because I'm tired of seeing these seasoned vets yeah, I go wish out. he would have retired with a fucking win. 
This is yeah, bullshit. I, I, I'm with you on that, but I'm tired of seeing vets go out in the apex, dude. I was happy. Dude, this the was fucking Marvel Reds in a had crowd. fucking Keith spinning or something, dude. Yeah, he's <laughs> he on was on some bullshit. <laughs> All right, that's a good point. I should have mentioned that in the lead up to it. So very good points there from both of you. It's all an open discussion, Max. You can leave leave ends open. There you go. Yeah, I figured. I kind of figured if you laid it up, Jeff would fucking oop that shit. I think. I think he did a great job. <laughs> yeah, fuck Let's... Keith Peterson, sir. Are you ready, <laughs> sir? Are you ready, ma'am? Are you ready, ma'am? Are you ready? Five. All right. Yeah, man. I hurt my throat trying to do that. All right. Carl Williams versus Lukasz Breschke. Obviously, a Polak who was unable to get the win. Unfortunately. Carl Williams able to get the win via unanimous decision. Pretty, you know, standard fight. Nothing too crazy. I I didn't see anything that stuck out a ton to me about this one. Uh, yeah, both guys were eight and eight and three. Or sorry, Carl Williams eight and one actually. Lukash eight and three. I mean, it was a good fight. Nothing too crazy though. I I I mean, I'm trying to. The Jeff... thing that stood out to me is, dude, is Carl Williams training training with fucking. Fresh off a murder trial, fucking Ray Lewis or something, dog. <laughs> the tackles. Bro, those takedowns were the most fucking powerful takedowns I've ever seen. He looked like yeah. Warren Sapp fucking laying on a quarterback <laughs> that whole fight, dude. It was fucking crazy. And then he throws him. He absolutely throws that fucking pull lock. That was nuts, <laughs> Carl Williams might be what I fucking expected Romanov to be. Because after Romanov's performance, yeah. I mean, yeah, I don't know how you stay on Romanov after that one. We'll get to that. That's true. Those takedowns were fucking ridiculous. I'll I'll give you that, Mike. Yeah, I was gonna bring that up too. If Jeff wasn't, I I enjoyed this fight actually. Like, I agree, it wasn't like the most exciting needle moving fight of all time in terms of rankings. But I thought, I don't know, he was another guy. Like I was just saying earlier about Carlson Harris. Like I don't, or maybe it was Bruno Silva. Like I don't know if I really want to fight him that much either. Like depending on what yeah. your style is and where you're ranked, like a heavyweight he, who can throw you yeah, around he looks like good. a fucking doll. It kind of reminded me of fucking Spivak a little bit. And we know we know that the heavyweights have trouble wrestling, so I mean he can definitely like yeah. the yeah, top. Yeah, look at Spivak; he's fucking Angel Nomada. They're having their way with everyone. Exactly. So good fight, interesting for sure, and yeah, not as interesting though, in my opinion, as the next fight: Vitor Petrino versus Anton. Uh, Turk, Turklage, Turklage. I can't, I still can't, I still have a tough time with what that. the fuck was it again? It was something weird. Yeah, it was something weird. This fight was fucking awesome. These guys, first off, the fact that Anton was was able to stay awake after what Petrino put him through was ridiculous, <laughs> dude. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think Petrino's fucking melting a cup, dude. He's, oh yeah oh yeah 100 percent. yeah he looked like he had like three percent body fat that he was seriously just won that fight by out muscling fucking turkali it, it was turkali that's how you say it. yeah it was yep. insane petrino was piecing up turkali and i mean this was just a great great fight back and forth i mean anton hurt. yeah i thought fucking turkali's head was gonna fall off a couple of them fucking punches yeah dude i was about lie. to say he fucking tossed him one time I, I i don't know if it counted as a knockdown or a takedown what it was called and he looked like like when like a, a sibling throws like a younger brother or something i know yeah. like, he, he looked he like fucking, that video like, stumbled fucking kid kid thrown the fucking ping pong paddle at his older brother in the Older brother starts chasing him. I and love screaming. that video. <laughs> oh, it's such a good video. Wait, was this the fight where 
I think Tur Turkal he, he like got the up kick. Like he gets yep. knocked. Yep. And yeah, Petrino goes yeah. to fucking finish him. And Anton hits him with this up kick that fully drops him, which was funny to watch. Yeah, that these was guys were, right after he got thrown, literally. Yeah, I felt like I was watching a bum fight. Like, these guys were fucking just beating the shit out of each other. <laughs> yeah, it was like a bar of, and brawl. Yeah, I don't think either of these guys are, like, uh, very, what's the word, refined in their fighting game. They both looked very Yeah, it raw. looked like fucking Al Capone in fucking Boardwalk Empire when he beat the shit out of the dude for call <laughs> calling his friend fat. Yeah, there you go. That's basically... <laughs> it literally looked like that. And then Petrino, I mean, he definitely gassed a little bit. So he started kind of like slowing down, but still just popping Anton. Dude, I wish he would have just fucking stayed on the feet and kept his distance. He would have knocked his head off. I was I was agreeing. <laughs> I agree with that. I don't know why he kept going for those takedowns or just getting it close. But, dude, Tur Turkley was giving kisses. Uh, it was, it was yeah, funny. He kissed him on the cheek. I forgot about that yeah, shit. He kissed him on the what cheek. What do you think that was? That was an intentional kiss? It looked intentional. Also, he seems like he kind of fucks around a lot. And then I felt bad because <laughs> Turkley walked right out, after, but Petrino tried to like congratulate him on the fight after, and it was kind of awkward. I felt bad for that. But yeah, good fight. Fucking weird fight, but super fun to watch, in my opinion. I enjoyed just about every second of that fight. Let's move on now to Mario Bautista versus Guido Canetti. Or is it? Oh God! Is it Guido? Guido, yeah. yeah. Guido, huh? Is that his real first name? They they bring that yeah, up every we, time he fights. Yeah. I was, I was about to say. I think we went over this. Crazy. Fucking Jim Tane Laundry Kennedy out here. <laughs> <laughs> this part, this part of the of the um, fights, I had muted. So I, if they brought it up, I apologize. But yeah, pretty interesting submission win there for Mario Bautista. Honestly, I thought I thought uh, Guido was going to get the win there, so I was surprised to see Mario pull that one out pretty pretty quickly too. I mean, it was only three minutes and eighteen seconds into round one, so yeah, surprising to see that happen. Although I guess Guido is ten and eight now, so I probably should have seen Mario Bautista coming. Mike, we'll start with you. How did you feel about that one? Yeah, I had Mario Bautista by a mile before this one. I like Mario Bautista, dude. This is his third straight sub win. Was this the one that was like a suplex into the fucking rear naked joke? Yes. Dude, he's a fucking absolute animal. I don't know. Like, I was reading earlier, like, Sherdog gives, like, the top 50 rankings, so the 15 each weight division. He's number 28 behind Cub Swanson, Asun Sal, and Brownie Barcelos. And I was like, what the flying fuck's going on here, dude? If you ask me, after watching Ricky Smoon beat the dog shit out of Jack Shore, why can't Mario Batista fight Jack Shore next fight? Like, I, I think he's fucking good enough, if you ask me. I I I think I agree with that. Jeff? Yeah, Mario Batista's been looking like a fucking animal, dude. This fight this past weekend was a crazy performance. I mean, he literally instantly, I mean, other than taking shots at first combo, he fucking just controlled him instantly. I mean, once, once fucking, what you call it, got back to his feet, it was still fucking Martinez getting him right back down and fucking sinking in that rare naked choke. I mean, and you know, ridiculous. And you know, it's Mario one thing, Batista, too. Mean? He called him Martinez. Huh? He got him mixed up with the next fighter. <laughs> oh. And, and you yeah, know, it's I one did. thing, too, if they're throwing, if, if they're like throwing him these challenges early in, earlier in his UFC career and he's not really living up to them. He's on a three fight finish streak. And outside of that, he won three of the five before that. And one of them was by flying knee. So, like, what the... Like, stop feeding him bullshit, dude. I'm fucking done with it. 
Get, actually, now's yeah, a good time was... to talk about this. Give him the Mir Amir Al Bazi now. Amir Al Bazi, Amir Al Bazi just got Kai Kara France now. Are you? I mean, like, give him some. I mean, uh, maybe not Kai Kara France level, but give him give him a step up in competition. I mean, Amir Al Bazi. What was his last fight? It was against a UFC debutee who like was a child. Pretty insane, and now he's getting. Dude, Kai Kara I don't know. We'll discuss that when it comes to it. But I might be leaning Al Bazi to be honest, and I love Kai Kara France. I know, but I'm I saying like I these guys, looking. like these guys here are good, and then you you feed them a like some, I don't know, some cans to build them up a little bit, and then sometimes it's just like, all right, we see it, let's go now, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. All right, let's move on now to Saeed Nurmagomedov versus Jonathan Martinez. Impressive win for Jonathan Martinez here. He he just kind of outclassed Saeed both on the ground with the hands. I was uh, not expecting that one for sure. I thought Saeed, I mean, Saeed almost got the win there. There was one time where he, he had a submission locked in on Jonathan Martinez. Dude, it was like the third minute of the fight. That was the craziest part. And I, I was like, oh, yeah, I feel good about this because I picked Saeed by submission. And then Jonathan Martinez was able to survive and get the decision win. So impressive performance for him. I really thought Saeed was going to get this done. So I was a, I was pretty... Uh, yeah, I thought he got the win, honestly. Via decision? Yeah, honestly, I thought I thought he did enough. I think the first and second round were easy, easily Saeed. I mean, Saeed outlanded him, took him down more, but it was only the fucking submission attempt that really fucking helped Martinez and the control against the fence. But still, I, I think Saeed deserved this one. Uh, yeah, I I wasn't super. He was landing the way this. better shot. I wasn't super thrilled by the decision, but I don't think it was a robbery. No, nah, no, nah, I don't think it was a robbery, but I definitely think Saeed got this one. That's fair, Mike. How did you think Saeed got it? Um, I I could have went either way. I was kind of more looking past this fight too. What like what do you guys think of Saeed? Like, is he like I yeah. think he's I think he's plateaued to be honest. Yeah, he's yeah, like I mean, kind of av- He's like painfully average right now. Like he came he like skyrocketing fucking... up, and like he's hit like fifteen. And I feel like he's stuck. Yeah, I mean, he almost got finished by Kakramanov, who's not even in the UFC anymore. That's so. a weird one, though. I don't think that one counts because Saeed Yakub Kakramanov should be in the UFC. I don't know why he was cut. Dude, he was fl- he was fucking absolutely dominating Saeed up until that point. Yeah, and I I don't think. I because I knew that was going to come up, and I really think Kakramanov should be in the UFC. I have no idea why he's not and why he got cut for that performance. So that's kind of an out. Yeah, out. I don't know if there's like some backdoor shit going on there or something. I don't know yeah. what that was either. That one was weird, but Saeed, I mean, it's kind of feels funny to say this because he was known like before the last couple fights about his. He was known for his striking, but it's like his striking doesn't seem up to par anymore. I was just gonna say that, and like looking forward, like so he's still fifteen. No, he's 14. Jonathan Martinez is 15. I don't know how many of these guys in front of him he can take that I would think confidently at all. Like, he can't take Umar. I don't think he can take Ricky Simone. I don't think he can take Rob Font. Definitely not Song. Like, I don't – I just think he's plateaued. I th- And it's going to be – I mean, like, the problem is, is that – well, I guess problem for us trying to predict this, but good news for him is that he always has this elite grappling, so – that's kind of the great equalizer. I mean, he can he can win any fight just because if someone makes a mistake and slips, he can submit them. Yeah, yeah. He definitely has that in his back pocket. So that's yeah. for sure. 
Um, let's talk about the Nikita Krylov versus Ryan Spann fight. Speaking of early submissions, what the fuck, boys? I mean, I had Krylov winning, but I did, I thought I even said I was like he needs to escape the first round before he can, before I see I feel comfortable with him winning. And then here he goes and gets the fucking submission in round one. I mean, I I just was not expecting that. What did you see from this one, Jeff? Yeah, this is one of the fucking crazier fights I've seen. I mean. They both looked like they were close to fucking ending each other that first round. I know. And then it was just scramble hell, dude. It was fucking bodies flying everywhere. It looked like fucking one of them SpongeBob fucking dirt balls when people start fight, fighting. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah. Fucking a bunch oh, yeah. of fists falling out of a dirt ball. Yeah. Dude, it seriously looked just like that. And then somehow fucking Nikola fucking pulls off the fucking triangle choke in the middle of all that. That was a crazy sub. It was a crazy sub. Crazy win for Krylov there. Mike, what did you take away from this one? Yeah, this one made, what, three minutes, right? Three minutes, 38 seconds, yep. Yeah, that was one of the most entertaining three minutes you could have watched in any I know. fight. It felt and like the I whole just, round. Yeah, it really did. And I just think um, I get what Spam was trying to do. I get that's usually his game plan is to aggress early. I just think he picked – to me, it seemed like he picked the wrong motherfucker to do that against. Yeah, because Krylov brought it to him early. Yeah, I was not expecting. And Krylov's like been around for so long, dude. He's so sneaky good. Like that's just I feel like that's not a guy you implement that game plan against. Unless you're really confident you can knock him out in the first like 30 seconds. Other than that, I don't know, like he's he's not a guy I would want to be in the clinch with. And he once he put himself in that position, like really wasn't that surprising when it happened, I don't think. I think it was more surprising like the fashion that it happened and the fact that it was the first round. But the fact that that happened, I don't think was all that surprising. Yeah, I agree with that. Jeff, any final thoughts on this one? No, I'm just, I'm excited to see what's next. I mean, me too. I hear people saying John should fight Krylov next. Which, I, I, mean, I think Rakic, dude. Yeah. Give I him Alexander Rakic. But I, I mean, shit, I'll, I'll take that because I think John has that one. I, I think it, I heard Rakic versus, um, versus Ankalaev and then Jan versus Krylov. Yeah, no one knows about Rackets because how his last fight ended, so it's kind of like up in the air. True, yeah. true. All right, let's move on. Jeff, I'm just going to give you the floor on this one. What happened to Alexander Romanov here? Dude, I don't know what the fuck he was thinking. Honestly, he goes out last fight, instantly gets gassed. And instantly gets fucking just out cardioed, outworked for fucking three rounds by Martin Tybora. Or actually, no, he got finished in that fight. Or no, 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 that went to no this decision. Yeah. This fight, he got finished after yep. he tired out. Same, yeah, same. I don't exactly. know what he was thinking. He fucking goes out last fight, absolutely tires out so early, and then he comes into this fight twenty pounds heavier and thinks it's going to help him. <laughs> Bro, come on. Dude, I yeah. was the biggest Romanov fan, but dude, that was absolutely fucking abysmal. That was so stupid. Yeah, he went for those takedowns, got stuffed, and then just got knocked dude, out. Dude, instantly got stuffed, instantly got gassed, and just got worked. It was such a quick and weird ending. Yeah, I, I was Romanov, dude, he he's really got to be smarter. I mean, I hate saying it because I'm not a fighter, but goddamn, dude, I'm a huge <laughs> fan of Romanov and. This shit, because these past two have been so fucking rough. 
I agree with that. The, those have been rough. And I mean, on one hand, we're not fighters, like you mentioned, so it's hard to say that. But then on the other hand, like it's it's pretty basic analysis. And if, I feel like if we can do yeah, it, I mean, this why, guy what looked, is his team not seeing? Just a couple fights ago, he fucking was ragdolling fucking 265ers, looking like he was definitely going to be a fucking a future contender. And now he's fucking getting gassed in the first round. What the fuck, man? Yeah. Mike? Yeah, I was going to ask you guys. I'm not even the biggest Volkov fan, so this is, like, no bias. But, like, I outside of, like, and it's really misconceiving with Josh Parisian because he still goes a distance, but he looks out of shape. I couldn't think of another fighter, I think, that's looked in worse shape coming into a fight of recent memory besides Romano mm-hmm. this past Saturday, Seriously, dude. he looked like a motherfucker who worked that fucking food line, dude. It was ridiculous, dude. <laughs> yeah, and like you said, I hate to say that because we're not them, but it's just it's it's just a basic look and tell, dude. You look and yeah. you're like, what the fuck is going on? Seriously. Like it, and then it's kind of like I get he ragdolled a couple of dudes before this fucking Mar- Marcin Tybor whole mishap with him, but it's like, dude, other guys are chomping at the bit wanting to fight, and you come in looking like that. Like, what, what are we it's doing? Thing, well, that was thing. his plan. Yeah, I, I I read that. I was like, yeah, what? he was like, I put on twenty pounds heavier. I should be better, bro. What your problem was your fucking gas tank? Now you're just putting on more weight to carry around. Are you fucking crazy? Yeah, he like shape wise, he just looked terrible. He looked he awful. And it's one thing to look that way and then have a good gas tank. He did not have the gas. That's tank. what yeah, I'm saying. Like, like Josh Breezy is kind of like out that. There. <laughs> <laughs> he did look a little simbularish. Um. Yeah, so I think the fix for Romanov is to hire Jeff as his coach, and I think that'll Yeah, fix dude, I'll it. get him in fight shape. There you go, get him in <laughs> Just talk to a fucking nutritionist. Like, what was he eating? Like, it's one thing, too, if you... Get him on that pescatarian diet, like elliptical. Oh, dude, yeah. it's one thing if you put on 20 pounds, too, but it didn't look like a good 20 pounds. Get Not baked and all. ride the elliptical like old Jefferson over there, and <laughs> I think it's yeah. a good idea. All right, um, let's move on now to... The main event, Piotr Jan versus Marab. God fucking damn it, dude. Speaking of fucking log jams and the fucking in the weight, I feel bad for Marab, dude. What the fuck is Aljo doing? Just like why he should fight him. Well, I don't I mean, understand. He's, he's got to defend a belt that Henry Cejudo's fight's been in talk for a while. No, I understand that, but it's just weird that like I don't know. I what what if he if he beats Cejudo? Is Marab I think just... he's definitely moving up. Okay. I think so, too. Okay. That's Good. just my yeah. prediction, too. Which, I it's mean, so that, strange that, right now. But if he loses, dude, that would be a great storyline. Marab coming up, coming yeah. to avenge his fucking loss. Yeah. And then, I mean, I don't know who beats Marab. I mean, let's get into the fight now. Marab, I mean, he answered all the questions we had. He brought striking whoa, to Whoa, 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 because I didn't have no questions. This is one I'm questions. hanging my hat on. I had no questions. About I know, Rob. yeah. I, actually, when we did the awards episode, I'm pretty sure I wanted to predict him as a champion, but the timeline wasn't working out. Yeah, old Mikey Marab was over all over that one for sure, but the questions that I guess Jeff and I had were about his striking, and I thought personally that Piotr was going to be able to strike with him and that was not the case. I mean, it started off. I know he had the takedown attempt record. He the first round he didn't attempt as many as the other. Um, Dude, that what was it? Second or third round? That's he when he kinda, attempted like fourteen. Yes, but in the first round he was boxing with Piotr and outboxing yeah. Piotr, 
and chopping Piotr's legs. Dude, and, then, and one thing, did you guys hear DC's dumbass? It was like the middle of the fourth round, I think. He's like, oh, one thing we haven't figured out yet is if Marab can strike with Piotr for a full round. <laughs> I'm like, I was like, what? it's pretty obvious. Me and my I girl mean, are watching this shit. I'm like, what did he just say? He, he <laughs> like did. He did. Dude, his eye was swollen shut by that point. That was from a head. That was from a head. They headbutt each other. Yes, yes. I, I figured that out after. But I'm like, dude, what is what is he talking about? He was like doubled the strike count throughout the whole fight. Yeah, and it was so I, annoying because whenever Piotr went, he had a Piotr was fighting Southpaw, I think, for the majority of it because every time he switched to Orthodox, then that right leg was. Or maybe I'm maybe I'm mixing them up. Whatever stance Piotr was fighting in, um, the entire fight was not the right stance to hurt Marab. But every time he switched it to the opposite one, that leg was open for Marab just to fucking take it and single leg him and try to take him down. Which, to Piotr's credit, Piotr stopped a bunch of those. And I also don't think he was necessarily gassed, but Marab's takedowns and just his offense was too much on the scorecards for. Piotr to get the win, and this is a crazy career that Piotr Jan has right now. But Jeff, what did you yeah, have to say, I mean, dude? What the fuck's next for Piotr? I Bellator, mean, baby. He did not look fucking. He did not look like Piotr Jan that last fight. No, he got broken. It was fucking weird to watch. But I, I don't think he's gone because I mean that shit wasn't close. So he didn't lose another close decision on the no, bullshit. It, it was not close. Um, it was very obvious that he won. But God, that was fucking. That was. It got to a point where it was hard to watch when fucking Marab just fucking started glot. Started fucking gliding into that fucking fifth round, smiling. Dude, I felt bad for Piotr. I felt bad and for Piotr I, too. But also, dude, how great does that have to feel for fucking Marab, dog? To have like a grudge match, like the, like him and Colby Covington were probably on the same feeling. After, I mean, before the fucking Colby got whacked in that back of the head, <laughs> <laughs> but dude, <laughs> him and Colby Covington were probably like on the same fucking cloud after fucking Colby's Jorge win and after this win because they talk so much shit and to go out there and just dominate. Oh, dude, that's got to be the greatest feeling of all time. And I can't believe I'm saying this, but I've been fucking, I've been going at Peter Jan, Piotr Jan fans on fucking Instagram and sh- not even Piotr Jan fans, just Marab haters. How do you hate that, dude? How? Dude, those Twitter what? trolls are the stupidest Bro, motherfuckers on planet Earth. I was arguing with some dude today. He was like, give me 40 takedown attempts versus Marab and, and I'll get him down at least once. No, you're not. No, you're not. Come on now. <laughs> Yeah, you're not. You're not. You're not even fucking. You're not even going to get an attempt because he's going to make you look silly. Are you fucking stupid? He's going to throw that so many should have thrown. I know you guys saw there were so many Twitter trolls like right after the fight Saturday saying fucking Rob should be cut. He should be cut. He threw that many. Yeah, and I before this fight, I hate Rob. Not gonna lie, I absolutely hate Rob. I hate Aljo. I hate Rob. They're fucking. They're point fighters. They're grapplers. They're not fun to watch, I feel. But god damn, this performance just fucking put that all on its head. I mean, they're not fucking control grapplers. They're not fucking boring. They're dominant. This might yeah. be the most dominant fucking training duo ever, like ever in the UFC. I don't know who else would be as dominant as this. this I was going to say, you, like, and you made a good point. You cannot like Marab pre this fight. 
if you don't like him, you don't have to even have to like him after this fight. But if you don't think this fight was a good fight, you you're not a fighting fan yeah. at all. You're a fucking you're not. stooge. That's what you are. <laughs> like, like you're not one bit because he put it on that motherfucker every single goddamn round, every minute. Like, was there even a minute that you guys thought Piotr Jan won? No, not at all. I, dude, this was one of the most dominant performances I've ever seen. This the only the only other thing I can think. Contender. Was fucking Volk and Holloway three? That was it. The only yeah. one that was even close. Yeah, and this like, was fucking ridiculous. It was. It was uh, just utter dominance by Marab. I just and- have to say, Marab's a buzzsaw dude, and the belt is his taking whenever he wants. As soon as Alger leaves, the minute Alger leaves, the belt. That being his. said, I do hope Sugar Shaw knocks him out. <laughs> Me too. He it throw, would be interesting, but I mean that. I want it to be Cheeto or Sugar's belt, but. I think I know. I think I, I mean, know. Marab versus Sugar Sean. The only way Sugar Sean wins is if he throws that fucking knee uh, on the takedown attempt, which I could see Dude, him doing. Sugar had the fucking thousand yard stare when he fought Jan. No, that's why I said yeah. the only way that. That's why I was saying the only way that Sugar Sean wins is if he throws that fucking um, flying knee on the first takedown attempt from Marab. If that <laughs> if that doesn't work, Marab is wiping his ass with Sugar Sean, and then. <laughs> never losing the belt until he turns like 40. Dude, and I was trying to think this afternoon, like, what was a worse fall from Greece? We kind of talked about with the MMA picker that Cody Garbrandt was really bad. Cody Garbrandt dude, Piotr Jan might be worse. Nah, he I might... think Cody's definitely worse. Piotr's well, not as bad because Cody of those... was the greatest fighter in the world at one point. That's Piotr's true. After that Dominic Cruz fight, there, there's no, actually, that's a fucking dominant performance that we should fucking yeah. Oh, yeah. That was the greatest performance I think I've ever saw. Um, the Piotr one too. The two of his last three fights, or two of his last three losses, I guess you can't really call like are arguable too. But I was gonna say the only reason I was gonna say his might be worse is because just the path he's headed right now. Like, yeah. th- what I was thinking, like you have Ricky. Yeah, that Sugar Sean look. He had that look this fight. Yeah, yeah. you got Ricky Simone fighting Song right. So Piotr could probably still deserve the winner of them. I don't know if I favor him versus either of them very much right now. I mean, I would I favor him slightly, but not by much. Yeah, I think I do just because he fucking, I mean, he went the distance with the two most dominant fighters that we fucking, that we That's were just true. talking about it. So, But and I'm thinking that, that and then, or maybe if he fights Umar next. I just don't Why? like if he takes another loss. What a fall from grace, dude! Holy Insane. moly, dude! That one knee, that one illegal knee, has ruined his goddamn life. Yeah, yeah, it's it really insane. Has. It's insane. It's... One of the weirdest careers in the UFC we've ever experienced. I think, and it, it's just like seriously crazy because when I think of Ricky Smoon, how he looked first, Jack Shore. When I think of obviously Song lost to Sanhagen, but still looked pretty good in moments, and then Umar. It's like if that's one of his opponents after this, he's very viable to lose again. I think. I think Peter Piotr can beat Ricky Simone, but the other two. I think if I think if Cheeto loses to Sanhagen, they might do Cheeto. That's Peter. that's what I've yeah. seen as well. Is the I've seen the winner fighting Piotr or the loser? I'm not sure. Yeah, I think the loser fights Peter, and I don't know it's, what happens. It's with funny you say it's that too, Max, because I think Simone, out of everyone, even maybe even Cheeto, is like the worst stylistic matchup for Piotr. If he has to see another guy who can implement wrestling, dude. 
might Umar, be Umar, I think, is worse because of his wrestling. May I don't know. I don't know if Umar can wrestle as good as Ricky Smith right now. Maybe here in the next year. I don't know about this moment right now. Maybe. Maybe. But if yeah, he I has think, to see another wrestler. I think Tito I... might flatline him. Really? Yeah, I mean, after that performance where he fucking absolutely exploded Dominic Cruz's nose, I mean, you're not getting better fundamental boxing than Dominic Cruz. And, I mean, we know Peters. He's probably not going to fucking go for many takedowns if he fights Cheeto Vera. It will probably be a stand-up fucking war. And I yeah. think Cheeto gets the better of him. He he always seems to fucking lose these fights and then just pull out the He's got that ultimate equalizer, like you said earlier. But this one's his knockout power from any fucking strike. True. Yeah, his his worst case scenario, I think, could be if fucking if Cheeto beats Sanhagen, it's like what's the likelihood the UFC runs it back for yeah. not a title? That's like yeah. the worst scenario for Pierre. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. It's gonna be interesting to see. This is <laughs> not what I expected to be talking about. I thought Piotr was going to get this win, but... Fuck no, dude. Last year, he was, like, fucking in the, in the pound-for-pound rankings. <laughs> I, yeah, insane. <laughs> insane. Um, All right, that's going to do it for us here at Uppercut. Stay tuned. We will have the UFC 286 preview episode out this week. We're looking forward to that one for sure. And, yeah, so thank you all for listening, and we'll be back very soon. So stay tuned and peace. Peace.